1: Welcome to Watch Fanatics podcast. I'm your host Kevin and I'm David and here we'll have an entertaining discussion on everything and anything watch related. Please remember to like and subscribe on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and check out our website at watchfanatics.ca. Enjoy the show. Hey Kevin, how are things? Yeah, it was good. Good week at the cottage. It was excellent. All right, cool. Excellent.
2: So you had an idea of discussing limited editions. Limited editions. It's always fun to talk about those. What's your opinion of limited editions?
1: I'm sort of mixed between limited editions because it's essentially a way for a manufacturer to make more money by limiting or creating a one-off or just a thousand or a couple thousand of one specific watch and on one hand i think it's great on the other hand i think some manufacturers make too many limited editions i'm not going to name names but seiko (laughs) (laughs) i am going to name names seiko is one of those manufacturers is extremely guilty of this which is why i'm going to review one of their watches okay because they have so many limited editions this particular one is kind of cool thought i'd showcase this one i don't know i like limited editions i'm a huge fan of limited editions
2: or or uh limited collaborations i'm a huge fan there's so many watches out there and you almost want to buy them all but what limited editions do for me it helps me relate to watch more on a personal level and also it helps me filter down some of my choices, and I think it can also bring up a value of a
1: watch.: That's without a doubt. It goes without saying it's definitely worth more than the than the regular. And there's also a story or history behind the limited edition piece anyway. so Correct. They're definitely more desirable.: Now we've talked about several limited editions in
2: prior episodes. One that stands out in my head is the Seiko 5 collaboration with Brian May. Mm-hmm. If you guys know which watch we're talking about, follow Jewelry Forever. I'll put their information in our notes. They're doing a giveaway of this watch, so follow them. Check it out. Local guys. So which limited edition do you want to talk about today?
1: Let's start off with this Seiko Presage Chronograph 55th Anniversary. Limited edition, model number SARK015, and it's limited to a 1,000 pieces. What's so special about this particular watch is that the original version of this, 55 years ago, Seiko produced caliber 5719 from their Suasekosha factory. This caliber 5719 is special because it's a single pusher chronograph function with column wheel. So one pusher does the start, stop, and reset, which is very strange. I like the mono yeah. pushers. Mono pusher chrono? Yeah, I like those. Yeah? Yeah. I know Hart uh, has a nice one, but I'm happy to hear that Seiko is reintroducing it. It also has no elapsed time counter, which makes it very strange. The recreation or the remake does have two... Pushers top and bottom of the crown. So it's not exactly the same as a mono pusher from 55 years ago. No. But uh, visually, it looks very similar. It's beautiful. And uh, it's a beautiful watch. It has an updated Seiko 8R48 caliber, which is also a column yeah. wheel and a vertical clutch. I think it's a beautiful looking watch. I, I would have liked to see them keep the mono pusher, personally. Yeah, that would be an amazing, but they're not very popular at all because no. I'm sure it's hard to use. It also is a its a weird aesthetic for people who like chronographs. They prefer the... You know what's going on at all times. Dimensions, quickly, I'll go over them. 42.3 diameter, 49.3 lug to lug, and uh, lug width is 20 mil, but it's uh, kind of chunky at 15.3 mil thick. It came out December? In late 2019, I believe. Yeah,
2: late 2019. If you're into a limited Seiko chronograph, there's only a thousand
1: of them out there, so... Happy it's hunting. It's not cheap. I, I didn't mention the price. It's priced at thirty one eighty US. Kind of pricey. All right, Dave, so what have you chosen for today? You know, I found so many
2: limited editions out there, but to follow your watch. A limited edition for 2020... The Citizen ProMaster Suno Chrono Racer. Okay. I know you're looking for a chronograph. This might interest you. I know you're not a fan of Eco Drive, but this is paying homage to the 1973 Bullhead. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this one is going to be this limited edition is also a Bullhead. One o'clock and eleven o'clock are the pushers, and at twelve o'clock is the crown. It's a flyback chronograph measuring up to twelve hours. The movement is hand assembled, tachometer of course. I like how the date is at the one thirty position. The dial is black and orange and the the strap is also black and orange. Looks very race vintage race. It's limited to one thousand nine hundred and seventy three pieces and priced at one thousand one hundred and ninety five, which is not bad not bad interesting i think it's a beautiful looking watch it's you know it's not meant for the it water pretty... so so it's only 20 meters water resistance what's
1: that uh, sub dial on the left for is that power reserve is so it... that's their power reserve you know what i like this watch it reminds me of the original bullhead when they say homage bullhead homage they nailed it pretty
2: close yeah and being an eco drive grab and go Interesting watch, I like it. Okay, dude. Do you have a another limited edition you would like to talk about?
1: Oh yeah, you think I would be have fun? a I have a bad boy watch right here, right in front of me. This watch is the Hublot MP05 La Ferrari watch, and this was made by Hublot in conjunction with Ferrari, hence the name. It even uses MP05 LaFerrari. Okay. And everybody knows about LaFerrari. For those who don't, it is their first limited production hybrid sports car. Came out in 2013 to 2016. And then they made a special edition from 2016 to 2018 called LaFerrari Aperta. And uh, the first batch, there are only 500. The second batch of Apertas, only 210. So these cars are extremely limited. Comes with a standard Ferrari 12 cylinder V12 motor, plus the hybrid motor that powers the rear wheels. In conjunction, they make about just under a thousand horsepower. So this thing's a beast and extremely coveted. I think they're priced just over a million and a half. If you were lucky enough to get one, they're worth probably about three times that now. What about the watch? The watch is the Hublot MP05 LaFerrari watch. What's special about this watch, other than the fact that there's only 50 of them? Wow. um, It has a 50-day power reserve. No other watch has 50-day power reserve. I think this sets a record for power reserve. It also has a tourbillon escapement. Now, besides looking like a Ferrari V12 engine, this thing is incredibly good-looking. It's a manually winding movement. Also claims to have 637 parts in the movement, which is the most movements uh, that Hublot has ever claimed to make in one of their watches. How they get 50 barrels they have, Eleven mainspring barrels in the middle, which forms part of the watch, and it looks like the cylinders. Another impressive part of the watch is winding the watch. It comes with its own Hublot power tool. It's a hex key. That's how you wind it up. And that's the only way to tool. wind it. The only way. Special tool. So if was you this have watch- a La Ferrari, why so- wouldn't you have this watch? If, when you spend a million and a half on a car, what's another 300k?
2: So this watch is not included with the purchase of a Ferrari? No. It's just like an no, option no. to buy it? Like, Or if you buy the Ferrari, you have to hope no one bought the watch, so you go
1: out and buy it? Yeah, they're completely separate from each other. This is something sold by Hublot, not Ferrari. Oh, uh, okay. Dimensions of the watch. It's a pretty chunky watch 45.8 millimeters wide 39.5 lug to lug it's longer than it is wide 15.3 mil thick and has 108 jewels it uh, vibrates at three hertz oh also in 2016 when the aperta came out they made another batch of these in full sapphire crystal so that means seven layers of sapphire crystal. So the whole thing is sapphire crystal.
2: I've seen Everything. sapphire crystal cases. What do you think of mm-hmm. those?
1: For a watch like this, it probably makes sense because you can see the entire movement okay. all the way around. This looks amazing. I love Ferraris, so this is definitely a pinnacle watch for them.
2: Hey, anyone that has one out there, and if they're listening, like, good on you. It's a, it's a nice-looking watch. Hopefully you have the car as well. That would suck if you you have all these resources in the world and you could only get one and not the other. Uh, and if you want to. I don't know. Rich people
1: problems. I'm sure a lot of the, the La Ferrari owners don't have this watch.
2: From the Ferrari owners I see around here, they probably have a watch that says Ferrari. Uh, you know how they, there's those watch-branded Ferrari? I see them driving around with the Ferrari jacket, Ferrari hat, Ferrari you shirt, Ferrari keychain. In chain. your neck of the woods? Yeah. So I'm sure the watch, as <laughs> long as it says Ferrari on it, they don't care who makes it.
1: As long as it says Ferrari. Uh, you got a point there. All right, moving on from uh, this Hublot, what would you pick for your number two?
2: Again, I, I went with another limited edition that came out in 2020 just to keep it fresh. Unfortunately, this is already sold out. No surprise. I believe it sold out in one day and it's the G-Shock Bruce Lee collaboration. Did you want one of these? I would love to have one of these. This year Bruce Lee would be turning 80. So this Mm. was to commemorate Bruce Lee. Reference number Mr. G, G2000, BL9A. It was limited to 300 pieces. It's a pretty damn cool looking watch. I like it. Yeah, 5,400. It's You know, for me, a little expensive for the G-Shock, but, I mean, it sold out in one day, so there was a, a need for it. Titanium case, which you would like. The back is engraved with the Bruce Lee school emblem. Its bezel is engraved in Chinese characters, and the translation is one of the philosophies that Bruce Lee used. And when translated into English, it says using no way as a way, having no limitation as limitation. It's beautiful. It's GPS, radio wave, and Bluetooth. So it auto-corrects your time to whatever time zone you're in, and it does it quickly. With the radio wave, I have a radio wave. You have to wait for the uh, the signal cycle, but with this watch, it's almost instantaneous. Mm Mm-hmm. And at the 4 o'clock, it actually will change to the time zone that you're in as well. So it'll let you know which zone you
1: are in. It's really cool. This is a pretty impressive watch. I like. I love the contrast of the black and yellow. Yeah, the black and the yellow from his Game of Death Dynamo suit. From track his suit. suit, yeah. And the pushers in black and gold. That is carried out, that yellow, that black, into the dial, into the, the strap... Yeah, and the box looks like an old-school Chinese-style antique box. Something like that, right? With dragons on it? Oh, it has Bruce Lee's signature on the top. That's correct. Nice. You know, if we have to update our grail list,
2: seeing that this is all sold out, it might enter my grail list now. And I would have never in a million years thought a G-Shock would be on a grail list.
1: Especially my grail list. Damn. If I had this, I wouldn't wear it. Because this is going to go up in value for sure. Guaranteed.
2: You'd have to wear it once at least. Okay, well,
1: indoors. But I wouldn't wear it out. Because I can easily see this doubling, tripling in value. I can see that too.
2: And this is where I think limited editions make sense. I mean, there's so many limited edition g-shocks at various price range i i I mean i had my on on three limited edition g-shocks all speaking close to my heart um
1: but when they did this i just was like ecstatic i was almost obsessed this was a watch where you want to have in the case or on display in a watch winder which it doesn't need you know what i mean right yeah all right, if any of uh, you listeners or know somebody that has one of these, we would love to uh, see some pics or get a, a backstory on how you acquired this piece, if you're one of the lucky ones.
2: Yeah, us nice. No, please. And on that note, do you want to summarize this episode, Kevin?
1: Sure. Limited editions. Every manufacturer has one. They're all special in their own way. Some are more special than others, as with this G Shock Mr. G. Instead of buying your Ublo, would, would you buy this? This G Shock? Yeah. yeah, oh, most definitely. If I can get my oh, hands oh. on one of these,
2: I would. Dude, I'm impressed. You actually like a G Shock?
1: I'm a big fan of Mr. Lee.
2: He was a game changer.
1: Mmm, legendary, definitely.
2: And this is proof positive where limited editions do hold some value because this Bruce Lee collaboration has swayed your thoughts on G-Shock. You would buy a G-Shock now,
1: whereas 15 minutes ago, you would probably never want a G-Shock. Maybe a basic G-Shock, but this one is special. I love about this particular watch is the bezel. And it has 12 Chinese characters engraved on it. Like you said, there's far too many of them.
2: But here's an example where sometimes one hits just the right note
1: with you. Oh, most definitely a personal connection here. Yeah. And it's not a Rolex connection. No, if, if Rolex made this watch, I'd have my name on the list. <laughs> uh, uh, you would probably kill someone if Rolex...
2: You would murder someone if Rolex had this... All right, guys. Thanks for listening.
1: See you in the next one. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our website, watchfanatics.ca, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. Thank you.